McFarland. McFarland. <laughs> You're just too excited to say McFarland. Ah, uh, McFarland. Thank you so much. Uh, and so we are doing the Brad Foe show, Gordo and Coop, a fraction of the Who Says No crew. Where, should we pour one out for the other guys? Should we? Are they oh, on we might out for Sammy, not for Pat. Well, Pat just blew us off. Did you not see his picture? He had the audacity to document it too. <laughs> oh, he's like graduation party, right? Yeah, he's just on the links. Actually, oh. he was on the links like four hours ago. I mean, what are we? What are we paying him for? I mean, I don't know. Isn't what? he supposed to be in school? <laughs> senior, senior skip day. Uh, but and 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 Sammy, we will pour one out. He's been working hard. A lot of a lot of different reasons, but he'll be back. But Gordo's a Gordo's the constant. Coop's the constant. Tiger Woods are, is the constant. They aren't going to be denied because. I, and listen, this is a little springier step. I can tell with both of you, even though the Red Sox have lost as we tape this. Red Sox have on a one-game losing streak. Uh, science would suggest they were won eight games before that in a row. Um, that, science that, will prove you right. That would be it's good, not right? Bad. Yeah. It's all right. Yeah. So they, bad. they came into they came into Sunday's game one game back of the 2021 pace after what 35 games. Does that surprise you? Yes. Well, based off of when, like based off of preseason expectations, well, yeah, or like, I mean, like not based off like, of like since our last Tampa recording, yeah, yeah well, like, not, not based off of like the Tampa series, like not based off of yeah, let's say at the beginning of the year, if you said okay, thirty-five games, here you go, going into spring training, yes, yeah. I think we were all even riding in, very high going into spring training, even oh, in you, spring you training, believe that you believed that they were going to be come on, one Coop. Coop, but, like, like, we're seeing like power ranking charts and they're like sixth in like all of them yeah i even the most optimistic socks or maybe not the most optimistic socks fans but like us at our most optimistic points i think we're at the point of yeah like maybe they'll make the playoffs like six in the power rankings that's not like making the playoffs that's making the playoffs and like being able to make a run while you're there did you, but did like, you expect the orioles to be number two hell no, no. No, didn't. We're didn't like see that fight, one fight them for fourth place. That's what we always said. Pleasantly, <laughs> did not surprise or did not see uh, the Yankees being the way that they are. That's. I, I don't know what's going on there. What's crazy is that you know every team in the American League East, as we tape this, is above five hundred. That's nuts. And so, talking to Justin Turner yesterday, he brought up this point, and I want to see if you guys agree with it. So he says, you know, he well, he said he went to the, the Bruins game and he saw game seven and like that was the lesson. That was a reminder that the Dodgers, you know, you can be this historically good team and cruise and you get to the playoffs and boom, you're whacked in the face. The Dodgers, I re- I forgot, man, a, 111 wins, 111 wins last year. And then uh, then they get beat three games to one by the Padres first round division series. And obviously we know what happened with the Bruins. So Turner's basically saying, hey, this is the best because we got to we have every every time we play one of these teams as a division, it's going to make us better. Gordo, you first. Do you agree with that? Well, if you if you can give me like a time machine and say that this team is going to be like 2021 and they make the playoffs, but they play meaningful games up until the very end. Yes, that's ideal. But the issue is when you play like this, 
you don't know if they're going to make the playoffs. Exactly. So right now they're a half game out. Right. So if you, if you're, if you're going to ask me if I would rather they steamroll their way to the playoffs and don't play meaningful games the last two weeks, or if I have to take like a 50, 50 shot that they get in, I'm taking, I'm taking the sure bet. Like give me all the wins. That's a fun, that's a fun road too. give me that. Like, I don't want to miss on the last day of the year. They like, were the, that the was brutal were 91 and 38. <laughs> <laughs> uh, cool. What do you think? Decent team. Um, <laughs> iron sharpens iron. Oh, you want to play with the best. You got to be the best or you want to be the best. You got to play with the best. So I don't going half your year. <laughs> playing some of the best teams in the league, not just the American league, some of the best teams in the Nash area in the major league baseball, the major league baseball. Um, I think that's the best case scenario. And like Gordo had said, like you come down the stretch there and you're playing the blue Jays, you're playing the Orioles, you mix in the rays, you're seeing playoff level baseball. And if you don't make it, you've got a lot of younger guys who now just got a little, it's not a full playoff experience, but they understand the urgency a little bit to win under pressure. So I think that's like coming from uh, our guy, Trevor, probably the best case scenario for them. I mean, like, would you rather be meandering around in the AL central and just win every year, like the guardians. And then you come to the postseason every year and you never really come up big. You have, you have those moments to come up big, but you're unable to take down guys like the Yankees because you're not playing them all year round. Well, so, okay. I think it's all well and good as long as you can compete with the teams that we're talking about, right? To your, you're both right. Congratulations. Thank you're you. both right. But Gordo, you have a good point. I mean, doesn't that make you feel good? Um, Gordo, but you had a good point about, yeah, it's all well and good, but if you don't make the playoffs, who cares? I, but here's the, here's my takeaway from this team, which I was not expecting, especially going into the blue Jays series. I was like, the blue Jays are this really, really talented team. The Rays, Talented team. Yankees, talented team. You and so when you're Red Sox, yeah, they might win, but can they match up? Can they go toe-to-toe? Do you feel like you are at the same level as these other teams? Because honestly, before, like even when they played the Pirates, I was like, yeah, I kind of feel like the Pirates are even more talented than them. But that was then. This team right now, it feels like no matter who you go against in the entire American League, that you can match up with them. And that's something that I never thought I would say with this. Here's a question for you, Brad Foe. Okay. You're in the clubhouse. You talk to the guys. They all love the baseballs and boring stuff going on. So you get to know them. Is there more of an identity in this clubhouse now than there might have been, you know, during spring training when some guys are gone at WBC compared to the opening day compared to that skid that they had when they had me calling for Heim Bloom again way <laughs> prematurely um is there is there I don't want to say a culture shift because you can't have a culture shift but is there more of an identity with this team now first of all I will answer that question Coop but first I want you to look into the camera okay. and I want you to give your formal apologies to Heim Bloom I apologized last week no I want you to look in the camera okay I wanted to be formal. Mr. Heimblum, I apologize. And your job is safe for now. <laughs> I like Heim. I like I I want to root for Heim. It's just there there's things where he just falls on his face. And you know what? He got up, he got up and the the roster helped him out. 
you can't say that the <laughs> it is his roster <laughs> yeah but like the minute duval went out you're like how are they going to replace him and then they didn't replace him and now they're just you do you guys miss adam duval do you remember what this red sox team was like with adam duval in it all right so i'm going to answer your question about the the clubhouse uh, persona and how they feel and have they have do they have an identity I absolutely do think this. And like, I go back a couple of years ago and even this spring training, I was like, Oh, where are the personalities? We didn't really know some of these guys. Like we didn't know we could hear about Justin Turner or we could hear about Kenley Jansen, but you don't know, you don't know. And, and you don't know if this is their last stop, if they're going to be different, if they aren't going to produce whatever. But I do think that they have this identity now. And it is in large part because of those two guys that I mentioned, I mean, I think that we talk a lot about the whole importance of leadership, veterans presence and all of that. And we've heard how how maybe there's a shift change because they're not saying, hey, Brock Holt and Mitch Moreland, we don't care about you. We're going to go with a guy with a five ERA because of the analytics. They're actually valuing this. And the impact that Turner has had, the impact that Kenley has had. And I'm not saying this because I I sort of like feel like this is the narrative. I'm saying this because I've witnessed it. Like I witnessed, like I know that people had, um, I think Zach Kelly early in the year, Kenley Jansen sat with that Zach Kelly. I saw it in Baltimore after Caleb Orr had a rough outing. Kenley Jansen took um, took uh, Caleb Orr and the video thing is right there. It's one of the few clubhouses where the video thing is right there for us to see. He takes him and basically sits, makes it a priority to sit down with him and talk to him about that stuff. Like that sort of stuff matters. And then, and then, and then when you win, like people say, well, Jaron Duran, he has a smile on his face. It must be because so-and-so is gone or whatever. Well, when you do well and you win, everyone's happier. That's science. I don't know if I answered your question, but there you go. No, I mean, I was pretty happy, you know, after the four wins that they had, 04, 07, 13, 18. So I understand that. I like winning. Winning's fun. You've been there. You've done that, Coop. Yeah. I, what would All they right. do without me? So let but, me, that, let me... I mean, that's genuinely like something because we've talked about, you know, the mid socks that this is a bridge year. And if they're able to do something with the bridge year, that's awesome. But like we may still, need to retire that name, the Mid Sox. That may that may need to be retired. They're still in fourth place though. But but they're not mid. Like they're not fourth mid. place in the AL they're, East is like you're damn good if you're in fourth place in the AL. So East. are they like are they like upper middle class? You know who has the same Are we putting them nice in, yeah. in like a nice suburban yes. home right now? We they yes they live in a nice suburban house right now. Okay, I'll take that somewhere nice like Hingham. <laughs> Hingham. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Oh, you guys well, need to know yourself sure more uh just, but no like, like i was time. saying like you have these younger players though that like they're gonna develop you're developing them and part of that development is kind of understanding what to do in these situations and if there's if you have a vacuum of a clubhouse i don't think that's going to do too much for developing younger guys and kind of you know you talked about you know, Cassis, you know, trying not to step in the shoes of Pedroia too much or maybe learning from what he did. 
And with veterans in that clubhouse, you can kind of avoid those type of things. And you don't have to worry about a guy networking outside the clubhouse to try and figure those things out. Let me be okay. So I'm going to ask you guys the things that has surprised you the most about this team. But before I do this, I'm going to give a good cast of story. Ready? All right. Let's hear it. I love it. Let's Everyone hear it. Back. It's not that great, but it's, you mentioned his name and it just brings a smile to my face because there's always something. And <laughs> so today, so it's all, you know, I'm doing the broadcast. So I stay at the luxur- luxurious hotel, which I normally don't. Usually it's a, uh, it's a, it's a motel six or something. So I'm, I went to get, I went to whatever lunch, I come back and Casas is sitting there like, at a, like just sitting there out in front of the hotel. I'm like, oh, I must be waiting for an Uber or something. I'm like, oh, where are you going? He's like, I'm not going anywhere. It's like, I just come back, come bit, came back. I'm like, he's just sitting there, just sitting there. Just, just enjoying, just enjoying just the outdoors. Enjoying are there the people day. watching? I, not even, I, I don't know what, but he also, he also, so he also had a team, like a jersey, it said USA across it. Was it, it his was own? A, but it was uh, it was a polo. It had like a uh, what do you, Ralph Lauren like logo. I'm like, do you buy that? Like, did you buy a Team USA Olympic jersey? You had like a patch. He's like, yeah, man, I bought it. I was like, what are you doing? You're buying it. Well, you were in the Olympics. He's like, ah, oh, just kidding. I didn't buy it. Like, like. <laughs> <laughs> He, he rocks. He rocks. <laughs> I'm like, just to be inside I'm, that mind for a day. Well, I mean, <laughs> the treasures that you would like find. It's it's a, it's an interesting place. So anyway, uh, other than other than the uh, the story I just told, what is uh, Gordo? Start with you. What is it? What has surprised you the most as we sit here? The thing that you said that's not going to happen, and that happened. I mean. And sure, it's kind of everything, but to give you a specific, I think the one that has been the most surprising, like crazy, both ends of the spectrum, like I thought this guy was was cooked, thought maybe they should just try to get whatever they could for him, like talking about maybe as a throw-in with my Marlins trades, like I thought this guy was going to sit in AAA or be traded, and if he got an opportunity, it was going to be like as an injury replacement, and he goes back down. Uh, you know, a few days later, it's Jaron Duran. He he has turned himself from Castaway, who Red Sox fans, Red Sox fans did not like this guy. Like he was last year, you know, he dropped or he lost the Grand Slam off the top of his bat. He yelled at the fan in Kansas City. Like people were done with this guy, and and we were thinking of all these different ways to get him off the roster and to get whatever they could for him, and for him to go from that to. to it is well, May 8th as we're recording this. It's May 8th. And he is, by and large, one of the best players on the team. And if he keeps doing anything close to what he's doing, he's going to be in the All-Star discussion, like, without a doubt. Ooh. How can That's he not first be? Time I've heard Jared Duran an All-Star mention. Congratulations. I mean, how could he not be? He's still well, – he's I, he must have dipped below 400, but he's – Dude, like, Verdugo might not make the All-Star team. Verdugo might start. He might start the All Star. Oh, game. let's. The, oh, oh, come no. on, Gordo. Come on, Gordo. Come on. <laughs> come on. What, I love you, man. I'm not. I'm not you hopping on that bandwagon with you. You literally like took the breath away from Gordo. 
<laughs> I what like more the can this guy do? Man. <laughs> starting? He's not starting. He could start it. This is like AI in like practice. Practice? Starting? He's not, he's not starting. I, You're putting up big numbers. You're getting clutch hits. You're hitting walk-offs for a big market team with a fan base that is dying for success. Right. I know Boston does that, fans does don't that, vote. Does that fan, has that fan base come out and vote for the All-Star game? They don't vote. They don't vote. But maybe this year it'll change. Ben Attendee 2.0. I mean, let's, let's go down. I know this isn't the very special All-Star Spectacular, which we're, <laughs> we're bound to do, but Trout, right? Lock. Judge, lock. Julio Rodriguez, lock. Done. And the MLB is Perdue so they're so cognizant of that might be true, but he's more marketable. Like the MLB now really cares yeah, I'll, about I'll trying to like get their name out there. Julio's gonna do a whole lot according, more for you. According to Gordo, Jared Duran's gonna start the All Star game. That's what. No, I, heard. I never said that. <laughs> you know what though? You know what? You're not taking into account injuries. Aaron Judge could get hurt, and then he's not starting. And oh, and then you gotta oh, we gotta pick pick another guy to, to oh, who's doesn't on the matter. roster that yeah. could start? Oh, Alex Verdugo, is, you have three walkoffs this year. Does it ah. count though if he doesn't get voted in? Well, after the start, you don't, you don't have to get voted in. That's true. That's true. But I'm just more so thinking about all the times that Mike. There's Trout a lot. Uh, I did this exercise. Did you really win, like, or was it Mike Trout? Jared, Jared, uh, Kel, Kelnick. He he wouldn't make it before Verdugo right now. Yeah, I think so. His no, stats I, are crazy. I'm telling you. Yeah. So that's a lock. So the right lock. now, but he's cooled off a little bit. Doogie but I tell you what, like I I'm, I does surprise me that you mentioned Jared Duran, and you're absolutely, and I can tell you ask about clubhouse stuff. It is so different. I mean, it is so different. I mean, I didn't see that guy smile for two years. And he's smiling all the time. And I did an interview with him, which I'll drop on the podcast. It's only a few minutes, but uh, which I never thought I would do. I, I did an interview with Jaron Duran about crossword puzzles. What? Is he a New York Times guy? What in the world? So How did that I come up? That every I'll be day, honest, I don't know if he would be a New York Times guy. No, nah, they're a USA Today group. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How did you get there? Yeah. How did you... How did you <laughs> Tell me how you got there. How did you get oh, to the crosswords? Because every day I would see him doing crossword puzzles, like every day the last couple of weeks. And so I asked him, I said, hey, you know, I want to talk to you about crossword. He's like, why? You know, he's like, like no, you're going to trust me. This is an interesting thing. And he went on to talk about how a couple of weeks ago, maybe three weeks ago, he started doing crossword puzzles. A couple guys do them. Blyer does them. And he said, Justin Turner's like cheat code. He's so good at it. But he said, I needed to find something that helped me sort of relax as I headed in the game. So that's what I did. So that's what he does. He does crossword is the, puzzles. Is this the new chess? Everyone no, well, is gonna be- it used to be. Fortnite, but you know who you you know who used to do crossword puzzles every day was speaking of Fortnite, David Price. David Price did it every day, every single day. But now they have them like they finish them and they put them on the table and they sign it, and it's a are, thing. Are they all doing like paper copies of it? Or yeah, paper it... copies. Yeah. Wow, look at that. Like they, the they put them out for them. Yeah. So Good for them. Is yeah. how, how, what's his time? 
is it better than his like ba- like base running? What are we talking about? Yes. Do we have like a PR? Am I going to have to wait does for he, the interview for he, this? Does he finish crossword puzzles faster than he can run to first? No. These are the no. important things. It's like the wonder look. I, I don't know. I don't even know if he's good at it, but the fact that he's trying, like that, I find that interesting. I think if you're finishing a crossword puzzle, you're good at it. I yeah. No. Again, he right? said he he said that like Turner's like cheat code. He said Turner so comes over just... and it's like, oh, you got this, boom, 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 boom. So I feel like yeah, that would guys... mean he's good at Jeopardy. I I think like the Venn diagram of like being good at Jeopardy, being good at uh, crossword puzzles is just one circle. Yeah, exactly. 100%. Very intertwined. Has to yeah. be. Okay. But. All right, I don't. I don't know how to segue out of Jaron Duran no, liking I'm, I'm uh, crossword puzzles. <laughs> other than other than my Jaron Duran crossword puzzle story, what has surprised you the most about this team? Uh, the team in general, or can I pick like an individual guy? No, I want you to pick an individual. All right, like very pleasantly surprised by Winkowski. I mean, the last fifteen games in particular, if you look at it, he's got a sub one whip. I absolutely love not allowing guys on base because I feel like the last couple of years I've been traumatized by like a couple guys get on, you bring in a new pitcher, they automatically just get let in. So with that being said, and this guy being working efficiently, I think he's back to where he was last year at the beginning of the season. I, we still have a whole season ahead of us to see where things go. But as far as guys from the pen right now, he's been my favorite. Every time I see him come in, I'm confident in, the Red Sox getting out of the inning. Gordo, brace yourself, all right? Hold on to something here. Get out the get out the uh, oxygen tank because I'm about, about, about to take your breath away. Coop's choice, Winkowski, has a better chance of making the all-star team than your choice, Jaron Duran. Wow, I'll take that. I agree with that. Oh! I agree. Oh, I so, agree with that. So you you think the Red Sox are gonna have like like fifteen guys at the All Star? Right, no. I feel like it's All a right. lot easier to get into the pen in the All Star game. So let's not bring up that point. Let's just say Cooper was really smart about that pick. <laughs> I'm gonna backtrack a little. Well, not backtrack. I just want to go back a little bit. I don't think Jaron Duran is gonna make the All Star team, but he's he if he keeps this up, he's gonna have a case. Josh Winkowski actually might make the All Star team. Pause, like if, rewind, go back to you saying Duran is going to make the All Star game. <laughs> no. Okay, no, I want to play this back. I can't wait. I can't wait to listen tomorrow. I want to play it back. <laughs> I said Verdugo's going to make the all-star team. Duran, if he keeps it up, will have a case. Winkowski... <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I didn't read in between the listen, fine points of your words. The Red Sox are the all-star team. Just everyone. You know what? You know what? Trevor Story, all-star team. Let's, How many all-star teams have won games in a row? Actually, right now, none. On that, the, uh, the AL, AL definitely did that. Yeah. They they ran a yeah. There's definitely the definitely been like an yeah years. Yes, yes, years. Um. All right, I'm gonna go down a list, and you guys can weigh in. I want you to weigh in on each of them. All right. So the first one is Connor Wong. Connor Wong is a guy like. I only saw, I would see him in spring training and every once in a while he hit like a 500 foot home run and he'd be like, oh my goodness, that's unbelievable. And then you check his numbers in Worcester and he's hitting like a hundred and like, oh, okay, whatever. Nice trade time, blah, blah, blah. Where's Bruce Dark Gratterall? Give me Bruce Dark Gratterall. So, um, but, but, but now this guy's a legit major leaguer. And even if he didn't hit, which he is hitting, the other day I, I crunched the numbers. I sprung out of bed. I said, I must know Connor Wong's OPS compared to other catchers. And he was tied with Adley Rushman. 
You may know him. All right. He's done a few so, things. So even if he wasn't hitting, this guy is insanely good defensively. Like the last game in Philadelphia, Sunday's game, it was such a pleasure and a joy and an honor to watch him and Real Muto throw down a second. The great game of baseball. Holy, like there's nothing like a good catcher's throw to second, and we got like three or four of them. Is Boom. small ball back? Are, are you are you going to stand on the mountaintops and proclaim well, small ball I mean, is back? I mean, Toppy is bunt. Don't get me going. The Wait till Reese McGuire starts breaking out the bunts. Reese, well, he did. He bunted the other day. It was yeah. it was majestic. So just, yeah, just I keep love it. just keep bunting guys on. That's I love it. All right, I'm gonna Rob, give, are you I'm gonna telling give, me? Are you telling yeah. me that Connor Wong is going to make the All Star team? Is that what he, you're saying? He has a better chance of Jaron Duran making the All Star team. Wow. Okay, that's a take. No, I, that's I take, take that back. I take that back. Mm. I, I take it back mm. because because he's not going to play enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. that's. But he's phenomenal. You're very right, and his defense right. is incredible. His arm is ridiculous. Sunday was unreal watching cool. him throw the ball. Right, it was great. By the way, you see the guy in the Tigers game get hit in the nuts. Yeah, I, I don't know those videos. That. I can't see. I, I can't do those. It was uh, who was it? Zanino? Zanino throw it down. Who got it? Like was uh, it the I, runner? Yeah, the runner. Detroit. Yeah, the runner. It was it was basically like direct shot. Throw <laughs> down a second. So anyway. All right, I'm going to give you another one while you guys both scour the internet for the, the nut <laughs> I, I really just don't want to watch that video. Um, <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> this is great. That's like, uh, I don't know if you remember Kyle, like Kyle Crawford had that happen to him. That was when oh, I learned what, that was when I learned what uh, a contusion is. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I thought, yep. I thought you were going to say that's where I learned what testicles were. No, no, no. I understood that at that point. <laughs> the the right. runner was Akil Badu, one of the best All names right, in the stop, sport. Stop getting blue. All right. Um, the other one, another one, is a guy who's hurt right now. How Yu Chang, do you realize like that he's like third in the MLB in like out above average? defensively does he qualify or no. like what's he's okay. up, he, but if you go to baseball about it, it's no he qualifies because he is out above average yeah, how, does he, number. how does he qualify for that i feel like he played what how many games did he play it's, like it's not eight, it's, you, you don't 10? qualify you get the number so he has like i think four like the deli line five. like you just hand it out <laughs> <laughs> you have an outs above average. You have an outs yeah. above average. What <laughs> just happened? Yu Chang heard about the slander. My dog just climbed up to the to the end table, jumped off, almost knocked off a plant and a salt shaker. Mm. But I caught Casual. it. Your dog's yeah. a Yu Chang fan, and I didn't yeah. listen. I that makes me very happy to hear, but it's just like the fact that it's such a small sample size. And... I don't care. It surprised me. Well, the eye test, the eye test showed it too. Like he looked great. Like he settled it down, and we'd just been watching Kike Hernandez. What did he have? Like eight errors at the time, and Yu Chang just comes in and settles it right down. Hmm. I I'm with you. That's what I mean. Once again, surprised. Pleasant surprise. Yes. Pleasant, Pleasant surprise. surprise. All but... right effective surprise what do you mean 
effective. Yeah, yeah. Like, does, does it actually do much for you? Yeah, if he plays. Well, you got to be healthy. That's the big if. Yeah, I mean, yeah that's, here, that's what I mean. Here's some breaking news for you. They're on the lookout for a right-handed hitting middle infielder. Presently? As in... Yes. Are you talking okay. about like an acquisition via the IL? Yes. <laughs> okay. Via the what? The IL. No. Oh. An acquisition via an acquisition. Acquisition. Oh. Oh, like okay. actually. Yes. I so thought you were making like a Trevor Story saying. joke. Yeah, I, I I was thinking we were talking Trevor Story. Uh, no, no, no. I'm talking. Oh, this about, is for real, for real. Yeah. So, the, like an upgrade maybe over like Bobby Dahlback playing second base. Okay. So, so like literally anyone. You're talking about like in the immediate term. Yes. Huh. Are they? Yes. Not necessarily Jose Iglesias. Okay. Um, so someone, I mean, uh, if we're talking active roster, free agent acquisition, no, free, free agent. I don't know. I'm just trying to figure out what well, names trade. Up. No, okay. Coop, um, it's the who says no. You <laughs> said that Trevor's story would oh, be a trade. All right, so can That's we true. do? Can we oh do wait, a special... so this is wait, is this the is this the prompt? I'm completely missing this. No, no, this is I, this has nothing to do with. Is Trevor this real story. world? Are we in the situation room this right now? The White House. Trevor Story. This has to do with that with Christian Arroyo hurt and Trevor Story hurt and Yu Chang hurt. You no, need I... another right-handed hitting middle infielder. Are so they actively they, shopping? They are on the lookout. Okay. To acquire someone who might be able to fill that gap. Yeah, yes. I'm just trying to think of who's who's no. around. I mean, so this to a very special emergency. Who says no this week? Of who says no for utility middle infielders hit from the right side? There it is. There I like go. it. All right. Well, all right. So I'm going to give my last two surprises to the two guys with the whitest teeth in the American League. <laughs> You're not wrong. I, I know one. Who? AL Player of the Week. Mr. Yeah, Yoshida. Yoshida. Who's the other one? Brennan Bernardino. Whoa! Unreal are they team. white? I haven't noticed. Oh, Coop, you got to so go white. look. Like, they, they, so are they like, he just takes good care of himself. No, no. I he like. I, first of all, Yoshida is his next level. Yoshida is... The whitest like, teeth those I've ever are seen. Veneer, like, those are definitely veneers. Not, or, I mean, if we're going to get, like, I don't know. Like, if you asked him, I asked him his shoe size the other day. And? Did he tell you? He said, because I wanted to see if he could fit into Bryce Harper's cleats that he gave him. He said Harper is a uh, size and a half bigger. I'm surprised that that's it. Yeah, I was going to, I for some reason, I was picturing, I mean, he's 5'8 on a good day. Mm. I would have wow. pictured, what, 10? On a good so, size 10? So here's here's a little story about Brennan Bernardino. Bernardino, such a hard um, name to say. It is. It kind of it's, it's impossible. It seems so easy, yet it's so difficult. If it were um, Bernardino, Bernardino. So great guy. I mean, he is always smiling. It's so nice to see. Like 31 years old, played at Tijuana this time last year. Blah blah blah. But so I was talking to him about he has a 10 year old son and just talking about his son playing baseball. And he's like, oh, yeah, he's pretty good. And we play MLB the show. And he said that he actually his son got better at hitting because on MLB the show, the controllers, either you can use the little thing or you use the buttons. Right. So he switched up whatever, whichever way he was doing it because it allowed him to get the timing 
of the pitcher better. And all of a sudden he took off from that, from the timing of it at, at the behest of one of his coaches say, you should do this. And sure enough, he did it. Boom. There you go. That's interesting that that would be the thing to click. Cause it's not really like hand eye coordination. No, but it's timing. It's yeah. like, there. Huh. T- he's, that's he's like a really interesting he... way of incorporating. He's using the thing where you move it with your thumb, right? So, like, I mean, I play yeah. a bunch of this show. You like it? I don't even know how to describe it. It's like you, you have. It shows the bat where you're gonna swing, and you move it around based on where you think the pitch to be. You also have time, but timing wise, yeah. And playing with that helped him. I'm agreeing because I don't know what you're talking about, but it sounds. <laughs> like- <laughs> you know, he's got to try the. Have you seen the like the VR headset where you? there's like an app you can download onto the VR set and you can literally make it appear as if you're facing like a major league pitcher. I am going to request that on Thursday, which is an off day that Brennan Bernardino joins us to explain it himself. I'm down for that. I like, I like, I'm really perplexed by this. Okay. I will ask him Thursday, clear your calendars. Um, but uh, is there anyone else surprised? I mean, Yoshida, yeah, you know, it's. There's a ton. Cutter? Yeah, Cutter. Okay, so that, that good segue. Let's talk national anthem standoff. Oh, yeah. Oh, that stunk. <laughs> what was That's that? Such there's a, a lot of There's a lot of layers to this. All right. Please give me a two seconds to, to set the scene, okay? Please. So. When was that? Saturday, right? Saturday, Saturday night. Fox has the game. So Will and I are doing the broadcast, and we're looking down. And, like, you have to be ready. You're in position. you got to give the lineups and everything else. So then we notice that they're doing the standoff. Crawford's still out there. Strom's out there. All right, let's get out the camera and get the two minutes and ten seconds because there's no way I'm going to subscribe to Twitter Blue. Um, so, right? Am I right, Coop? No, you're, you're spot on for that. I shouldn't do that. So so I start video, like, and then you see uh, the Philly Fanatic getting in Crawford's face. You see Strom, and I'm like, okay, Everyone must be noticing this. And then it goes like insanely long. Like the um, uh, the pitcher, I forget, for the Phillies, whoever was starting, he he finishes last warm-up pitch. Now the umpires have come out. Now Cora comes out. And you can see the whole Red Sox dugout like on the on the edge. Like, yeah, 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 pointing. And, and Cora comes out, and he's talking to the umpire. Then he points over to the Phillies. And, like, so now we're like, oh, now we're in it. Because we know the story, you know, of Joe and uh, Scott Van Slyke back in 2012. That was the first one. That was in the playoffs. And, and Matheny's telling Joe, say, hey, don't you dare come back in this dugout until you win. So you know this is a thing. So finally, I mean, this is going to the end. Now both umpires are getting in. Finally, right before the first pitch, they for whatever they say, they, so they make the move. Both make the move. And Strom keeps going. Crawford comes back. So whatever, he supposedly wins. But so now we find out after the fact that they were thrown out. We don't find out to the next day that they were thrown out. So what, as it turns out, what Cora was doing when he came out was the umpire told him he's going to be thrown out. Cora was like, oh, 
that means he's going to be thrown out because Cora didn't care if Crawford was thrown out. He's on the IL. He so Cora was like, oh, this is advantage. We're playing with 26. They're playing with 25. You, you, you're, so what you're telling me is that that guy, Strom, is going to be thrown out the option in the bullpen. And he says, yeah. So he goes back. That's what he was pointing to. And so then, obviously, Strom, the next day, he's talking about it. And he's like, yeah, not one of my finer moments because he knew he wasn't available. His manager knew he wasn't available, but but nobody else knew he wasn't available. So everyone's like, what the hell are you doing? What are you doing? And so uh, you got thrown out of the game, which, by the way, so my last thing of this, like, come on, really? Throwing people out of the game for this? Anyway, Uh, go. With the full story told. Why are we not putting Paxton and Trevor Story out there every game like this? Just try it. Just bait them. Well, just bait every team. Well, yes. This is like, did you guys see the movie Air? I haven't. Yes. It was okay. really good. Well, yeah. So you know how they say, we're going to make Michael Jordan. This is Nike. Michael Jordan. We know that the rules are that you have to have white shoes. We're going to make them black and red. And we're going to make them and we're going to pay the fine every single game for you but you're going to wear those sneakers that's what the red you are absolutely right that's what the red sox should do and they'll say we'll pay the fine the problem is you have to have a willing game you have (laughs) i think the other team's going to catch on right yeah (laughs) take like two days yeah that's like such a bill belichick move by cora though just to be like yeah this is the rules like he you got to apply them here guys some gamesmanship yeah, yeah. You small so back. Yeah, I mean, and I guess as you probably saw. I guess we also found out that fines would be thrown out on the injured list. There are a lot more. It's a lot. Sale picked up we the know tab, why, though, correct? I don't know. Sale paid for it. Yeah, yeah. So is that just like a lie? Is I would imagine that's something of like, hey, you're injured. Why the heck are you getting invite in like yeah. involved in like a fight? Exactly. Exactly. Because it's like. You know, the whole idea of not getting thrown out is that you don't get, you won't play, you're not available. It, it would be like, a, you know, like you put a fan just like heckling. Oh, your job is to heckle the ump. Yeah. Injured guy. So, there repercussions you go. to your actions. Every story. There's the wild story. story. Great story. I mean, the other story came from, I mean, it was a wild weekend in Philadelphia, except for that last game. But the guy falling out of the bullpen. Oh, that got lost in everything. Yeah, what? that was like the second inning of the of Friday. Friday, I was like, no, no, first, not yeah. the second inning. Second batter, the second pitch. That was the second. The second it was pitch. that early. It would say yes. My God, a little too few bevies on a Friday night. Is that what no, happened? So, so I'll set the scene again for you. <laughs> All right, unless you don't Paint want me a story. Me no, I I need it. Okay. <laughs> Set the scene. <laughs> you're still you're still stung. You can't speak after your your take back of Jaron Duramic in the All Star game. Um, Not a take back. <laughs> Listen, Jaron Duran makes the All Star team. I'm going on a victory lap. Thursday, Thursday, the Bernardino is just going to be like a court case. It's just we're going to have the trial of Gordo. Uh, all right. So if he makes the let's, let's, if he makes the All Star team, you take a victory lap. If he doesn't make the all-star team, what are you going to do? 
Nothing. No one thinks he's going to make the all-star team. <laughs> you're the right. ultimate winner in all this. If you're right, you're, yeah, you're a big winner. If you're wrong, and people are just like, hey. Took a I shot. tell you what. Gordo, I can only win. Gordo. <laughs> if Jared – I can't even say this with a straight face. If Jared Durant makes the all-star team, I will fly you to Seattle. Wow. Okay. You got yourself a deal. You got yourself a deal. Oh, and man. I'm now the captain of the Jaron Duran fan club <laughs> and the Jaron Duran all-star campaign starts tomorrow. We're going to make, they haven't even started the voting. I'm, I'm going to get Shohei, it going tomorrow. The way Shohei Otani has groupies, that's what's about to happen to Jaron Duran. Remember, but it just remember, out. remember how hard, remember our campaign to get eight mile into the all-star game last year. That was fun. We were close. We, we were, were close. close. Yeah. He should have made it. He should have made it. Um, all right. So the guy falling out of the bullpen. So the, it's a second pitch. And the first thing you notice are the Phillies guys from the Phillies bullpen coming out to the outfield, waving their arms, like stop, stop, stop. So it was, what's going on. So you try to figure out, it's, you, you guys know the, the, the bullpens, the Red Sox are at the top, the Phillies at the bottom is two, two levels. And the only way to get there is these stairs on the left side. So you can't see anything. But then you start seeing the reactions of the Red Sox players. And you can figure out now that whatever is happening is in the Red Sox bullpen. And I, you guys see this on TV. Like the reaction of the Red Sox players, guys are crying, like weeping. And, and like, what is happening? But the problem was is that the clock, the, the pitch clock blocked – wherever the person was we could not so we couldn't see if it was a player if it was a coach whoever it was it just so happens that one area that's where we couldn't see so all we had to go by was the the players reactions so the everyone goes out there the medical people go out there and i guess will fleming was telling me that the red sox trainer went out there because in case it was a red sox person but legally he couldn't treat the a patron right so he couldn't do anything so anyway they get out there and now they wheel them out and you can see the person like was raising their head so what happened was one of the phillies guys had thrown up a ball uh, and there's a flower bed in front of it and the ball landed on the flower bed so the guy was reaching over to the flower bed and flipped and talking to some of the guys red sox guys they said the guy landed like on his head. Oh, yeah, yeah. The guy landed on his head, and uh, you know, oh he has God. a fractured skull, a bunch of other stuff. And um, but they were like the reaction to them, like because you know, and and plus, right after he wasn't moving, so he could have very well been dead. So it's like you never see someone land on their head from whatever it is, ten or fifteen feet in the air. And you, and you don't see him move, then you're like, oh, my goodness, what's going on? So that's what happened. That's so much worse than what I, like, read Same. and like, just, like, saw on Twitter and everything. Why? What did oh. you see? Well, I don't – No, it was just, like, people just being, like, being like, hey, man, like, game just started. Let's take it easy. And, like, everyone just kind of, like, joking about the moment and everything. Um, dang. that's That reminds me of – um. Was it, it was in Texas where, was it Hamilton that tossed the ball up into the crowd in the outfield? Oh, God. 
Yeah, and a fan fell in between. Oh man, hotel Wait. Wi-Fi, real quick. Say that again. Uh, I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. All right, you're good. Yeah. But that person died, right? Yeah. yeah. No, they big time died. They they had this kid throw out the first pitch in the playoffs. I remember that. He I think he threw the pitch to Hamilton. That was really sad. Yeah. 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 Well, I'm kind of surprised it doesn't happen more often. But this was like, this was so. If you have you have to understand, there's a railing and then there's a flower bed. So it's not like it's like you go right over. But uh, yeah, it was like a you wild. Like hang your body over to get it, or is it like you're yeah, just kind you? Yeah, you have to like yeah, you have to hang your body over so then you lose your balance and there you. I go. see that. Yeah, I'm like I'm from the. Yeah, it was a wild. It was a wild scene. Um, so there you go. I yeah, don't know. And the, the podcast on a good note. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hope he's doing all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, he'll be okay. Oh, he's only he got a fractured skull. Yeah, I mean, he's We've alive. There. He's yeah. Alive. By the way, Philadelphia, the whole area. What, what a scene. The whole area where we're the staying, sports was, uh, complex that they have, or Rittenhouse Square or something, like where you they guys... have like all the stadiums and everything. No, no, that's completely different. This is like right down in Philadelphia. Know, right. Oh, out in front of the town hall or city hall, near there, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gordo, are you gonna brush up on your uh, Seattle places to go now? No, no, I'm gonna be an expert. I because it no well, now now that you've put this now that you put this out there. It's happening. So I'm going to have to brush up. I've been to Seattle twice. It's a really nice city. The fish market's pretty cool. I don't remember too much. It's been like I was in middle school, but what? I'll make sure I'll make sure to take a good trip. I'll send lots of pictures. I'll take I, videos. I mean, I, I do pay off. I, we got you in that hotel room with eight other people <laughs> sitting on the floor right next to the outlet. You're going to take I'm in. Spirit Airline all the, the way across the The great thing about Gordo is that I, I can like promise him something and it can be something like so terrible and he'll look at the bright side of it. Still like the whole, the whole, Oh, it was great. The towel I slept on on the floor next to the outlet. <laughs> it was, it was so That's good. Okay. Like he wouldn't even, he wouldn't even bring up the floor. He was just gonna, He would just be like, there was an outlet right next to me. <laughs> this is, this yeah. is going to be oh, the, the open cockpit flight with the eight stops. It was delicious. It was fantastic. Oh, He's unflappable. That's what it is. It's, 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 that Every concept. group needs a guy like that. He's yeah. all-time positive vibes. All-time positive. I mean, Coop, in fairness, like that was the All-Star game last year. It wasn't far off where you had to sleep on a bed in, in between my son's whiskey bottles. So, yeah, it was homey. <laughs> it, was, it was nice to come back from Dodger Stadium and be like, wow, this feels like home. There you go, Coop. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's the spirit. Yeah, right. I gotta have the Gordo spin. <laughs> it's, Jared Duran is an All Star, twenty twenty three. It's the age of optimism. Truly right? is. Truly, so we have to go optimism. back. We have to go back in the tape to see if Rob specified that it had to be this year, or if I'm just riding the Jared Duran All Star coattails for the entire rest like of his career. It. Because because the All Star Game will come back to Boston at some point. Must oh right oh that's true. I will send you there. I mean, outside the park, I'll pay for the Uber. <laughs> but yeah. Speaking of going, speaking of going to the park, Joe Mazzulla, you know, he was down the field. I saw that. 
Yeah. So evidently he, when he was 11 years old, he went to the 1999 all-star game without a ticket with his uncle. And somebody said, I got a ticket and he took it and his uncle stayed out and he went in by himself, 11 years old in the all-star game. Wow. That's pretty awesome. And then, and then he screamed in the sixth inning. I refuse to call a timeout. And I'm going to run all isolation. Did you get to talk to him for that long? How, how I just he? observed, I, I said, I scoop. I, and every, you know me, like I'm an idiot. So like I, I, everything in my being, I had to resist. Hey, Joe, I, I don't, I'm a fellow coach. Let me, let me show you this. <laughs> let me show you this play. It works it's like when me and me it and Salty sometimes. talking about coaching baseball last year, when he's in the Cape exactly. league, and I'm doing yeah. junior Legion. <laughs> what you're going to want to do. So yeah. yeah. All right. All right. I got to go eat. All right. All right. See you guys.